and we are back with a brand new episode of Dieting from the Inside Out. If you are new here, if you're new to the show, welcome to the show. My name is Jared Hamilton, and I'm so excited to come at you with another episode today. To be honest, whether you're a longtime listener and you've been here for all 200, I think, what, 38 episodes? I could be wrong, but 230-something episodes, I appreciate you. Or if this is your very first one, I appreciate you just as much. Thank you so much for being here. Um, Now, today is a really cool episode because I'm interviewing one of my favorite people, but also one of your favorite people. So um, for uh, when it comes to guests of the show, one of the absolute fan favorites is Susan Niebergall. She's a good friend of mine. I joke and say she's like my virtual mom. Um, she's literally one of my favorite people on, on the planet. And if you follow me on social, more than likely you follow her. And if you're not, you should. But anytime Susan and I get together uh, in general, like great conversation happens and a lot of value comes comes uh, comes of it, especially if a camera's involved or like we're doing content. So um, it's a cool episode. We got into a lot in today's talk. Now, before we get into all the goods, I do want to give a big thank you to the sponsors of the show. Sponsor number one is Flex Pro Meals. Um, you guys know that when it comes to like my meals and the Flex Pro conversation, they're a staple in my life. Um, I can't speak for everyone, but I know for me, my life is predicated on convenience. And um, I'm just not a walking, talking, you know, meal prepping machine. And I don't want to eat that food anyway. Just I get tired of chicken, rice, and broccoli. So for me, um, Flex Pro has been super helpful because not only is it made by a chef and tastes absolutely amazing, I, I still don't understand how they make it taste how they do for how low calories and how dialed in and healthy the food is and things like that. But um, it's all dialed in from the numbers perspective, whether you're just tracking calories, calories and protein or the full blown macro split. It's all that data is right there for you. And uh, it's going to save you more money than like a drive through. Because what do we do whenever we don't have time to eat? We like go make our best choice at a drive through, but you're still going to spend like $15 a meal and it's still going to be McDonald's or Wendy's or whatever the case is. Not that that's bad, but like if you find yourself in drive throughs a lot or you're finding yourself like running to grocery stores trying to get just enough food for one meal, it's just all over the place and you're wasting time, you're wasting money, and it's not that fulfilling or satisfying anyway. But Flex Pro checks, is all, Flex Pro checks all of those boxes. That way it's a no-brainer for all of this. So it's why I love them so much. But if you use my code, it can save you even more money. So if you use my code Hamilton Trained at checkout, it's going to save you like 20%, which is pretty dope. That way you can eat the foods that you love and live off convenience still where you don't have to have everything perfectly aligned to make progress, but then it actually moves you forward with your goals. Okay. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Check them out in the link just in the, in the description. Sorry, my, I'm a little bit getting a little bit tongue tied today. This is like the fifth time I've tried to do this intro because I keep messing something up, but we're going to roll with it. And then sponsor number two is first form. It's actually one of the first times I don't have one of their shirts on in a while and the podcast, but anyway, actually I have the, my, their stickers on my water bottle right now, but uh, sponsor number two is first form. You guys know when it comes to the supplement conversation, um, my view of supplements is very different. I think supplements absolutely have their time in their place, but they are not like everything. But a lot of people are like, well, then Jared, why do you have them as a sponsor of the show? Is because I take supplements and they absolutely have their time in their place when like with anything else, it has to be within context. You know what I mean? So like you shouldn't be jumping on like the fat burner train or doing, you know, like I'm going to get a glucose disposal agent, like that kind of stuff. The vast majority of people should steer away from. But with things like the fundamentals, like a multivitamin, like fish oil, like protein powder for getting your numbers up, that kind of stuff. Those things are really, really important. And if you're curious, if you're like, I have nowhere to start with supplements, um, I actually have a YouTube video in the description of this. Um, It's my supplement talk. That way it gives you an idea of like what I take, why I take it, what most people should, should take, what most people should avoid, that kind of thing. I have that YouTube video below, but, um, 
I'm, my thing is with first form, it's like you, you can't get better in my opinion. Everything from the quality of the product to how their culture is to the mission of them, everything from the founder all the way down through every employee. I just, uh, you can't beat it. And I love that I can send all of my clients and all of everyone I talk to who have these supplement questions to first form and I know they're going to get taken care of. So it's one of those things. Definitely check them out. And if you want to save money on shipping because Amazon has us all spoiled and we all get pissy when we have to pay for shipping, I do have a free shipping link below. Just click on it. It'll auto populate inside your cart and it'll save you money on shipping. But otherwise, let's get into today's episode with Susan. Now, because Susan and I kind of went all over the place because we were just kind of riffing in our conversation and but kind of had an idea of what we wanted to talk about. But we talked about a lot. We talked about Susan's journey in jujitsu because that's what's, that's what's awesome. Susan's in her 60s in the best shape of her life and talking about, we, you know, we blew through some of the myths and the misconceptions around weight, weight loss and getting stronger and feeling better for everyone, but especially women as they're aging. Great conversation. We were talking about how to be successful with just weight loss in this this game of transformation in general. And then we also talked a lot about her her journey in jujitsu with starting jujitsu, getting really uncomfortable, stepping way outside of her comfort zone, and then all the parallels jujitsu has drawn for her with her, you know, with her and went inside coaching and in life and in clients and fat loss and all of that stuff. It was an amazing episode. And you're gonna have to try to not get something out of it. Like that's how value packed this episode is with everything Susan got into that she gave so much value. You're gonna have to like try to ignore half the shit in there to not get to, to not get some golden nuggets to take and apply to your life. Because at the end of the day, that's what dieting from the inside is dieting from the inside out is about. Sorry guys, I'm, my, my mouth and my brain are not cooperating today, but that's what dieting from the inside is about is us maybe taking a little bit of a break or not focusing as much on the outer work where we need to take a look inside. Like, like there's a, a quote by James Allen in his, in his book, as a man thinketh, it's one of my favorite books ever. And I suggest everyone to read it is you cannot go within and then live without Right. If you if you really want to be able to um, have things like confidence, ha- like mass levels of happiness, be able to look amazing and feel amazing, you have to go do the inner work. You have to go inside, get uncomfortable, and do what the name of the podcast is. You have to diet from the inside out. It's why the podcast is called that. It's why my coaching program's very first stage is called dieting from the inside out. It's because you can't do the outer work, fitness, nutrition without inner work and expect it to work. That just doesn't work like that. So um, I know you're going to get a, a, get a lot out of this episode. Be sure and stick around for the whole thing. Um, I, and otherwise, I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Be sure and subscribe and leave a review of the podcast. That always helps. Otherwise, I'll get Susan on and I'll talk to you in just a second. So what have you been up to? What, how, how is everything in the day in the life of Susan? Like what's going on? But, you know, it's been an interesting go of it of late. Um, Not great, if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, I have been, you know, I've got the the nagging hip thing, which has been um, rearing its really ugly head of late. Like, I'm in pain every day. Every day. It's now a matter of the level, right? Mm. It's either some days it just sucks. And then other days, you know, I feel it. It's pain. You know, I don't even want to use the word pain because... My tolerance for pain is a little bit high anyway, so um, which is another disaster, right? Because if you're, <laughs> because really, if your tolerance for pain is high, you tend to do things that maybe you might not want to do, right? Because it really doesn't hurt. It just you feel it. But what I've been discovering between that and I tweaked both shoulders uh, in jujitsu recently. No, um, no, well, it was, it's, not, it's not bad. So here's what happened. Here's what happened. You will appreciate this. So, you know, I'm a beginner, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm months into this, right? And I go to Dallas and, and jo- I, I go to Jordan's jujitsu all the time with him. 
got to know everybody there. And and they're like, yeah, bring bring your belt. I've got a gi for you next time and whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll participate. So perfect. I would love that. So I did. And I'm watching him work with uh, Jordan. And then he brings me on and he has another coach working with Jordan on some stuff while he's working with me. And like he dives right in. Like yeah, yeah. I'm having to hold on for dear life. I'm holding <laughs> on to his sleeves. Uh, was it his sleeves or his, I, I don't know. I'm holding yeah, on yeah. to his, something. And we are just doing scoot, 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 scoot. And I'm holding on for dear life. He's showing me no mercy whatsoever. And so I am like, mm, you know, holding on for dear life out of the gate. And, I, you know, and then we went through the rest of the thing. It was a great session. And the next day I'm like, okay. That's a lot. <laughs> that was a week ago. Yeah. And and it still it still hurts. Like they're better. Um but like I just tried to I went outside and just tried to do a chin up and it's like, "Nope, not going to happen. Not right now." That that sounds like um so when that what, what you just described sounds like um if I have a ton of jujitsu, like when we have like so our big professor doesn't train out of our school he like has to come visit us like in the jujitsu lineage and stuff he um but he comes like three four times a year but when he comes there's a ton of training it's like like days in a row multiple times a day uh they recently had a summit where they brought in him our professor and then three like overall three world-class uh competitors and it was like people flew in it was this big deal well i had like i want to say i had like 16 hours that week on the mats like wow and and you're not just these guys aren't just like doing technique it's like even yeah. in the technique, you've got positional sparring, which is just rolling still. And then everyone wants to roll. Then you're rolling with all these other people you don't normally roll with. And then um, you're rolling with like the best in the world. And it's like, uh, and, and whenever that happens or whenever I've competed, that thing you're describing, it's like, like I'll exhale and my joints will hurt. Like yeah. it's, um, I, yeah. I, I, I'll describe it to non-jujitsu people. Like imagine going on a roller coaster, not being strapped in and they give you a towel to hang on to. And you're yeah. just like. It's that's, the worst. That, that's perfect. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. And, and what I feel now is that this take, this kind of thing takes way longer on me to go away. Right. I'm going to go see my movement doc at the first of next week, um, just to go over some things. Cause he's into jujitsu as well. That's so awesome. he can help that's me. That's so helpful. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It's so helpful. Um, because I, I need to be more on top of it, but I will say this. I mean, the pace of that particular session was so fast. I mean, I liked it. It was drilling the same two things over and over and over and over again. But I paid a little bit of a price. It's been pretty uncomfortable. So between that and the hip, um, and actually, here's a weird thing too. Jiu-jitsu, I, go in, I went in yesterday actually, and at the beginning, my hip was like, ugh, and um, warm up a little bit. And we we order the warm-ups a little bit different so my hip can warm up first. <laughs> and then we'll do the warm-ups, you know? <laughs> um, I can't, you know, because we, we would start with scoots or yeah. shrimps or something. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. my hip's not going to start with that. Yeah. I mean, there's no way. I've got to warm up my hip before I do that, <laughs> you know? And so we or reordered things. And as I go through a session, it's like, I don't even remember my hip anymore. You know, it does not even a factor. So... Jiu-jitsu is really, it really is, I don't want to say helping, but man, it, it feels so much better when I'm done. And, and then I don't, I don't pay a price on it later. So it's really bizarre, but the shoulder thing has been pissing me off because it's right here. Both of them, right? in <laughs> oh, these two really? Right here, both. And it's, I, I really jacked them up pretty mm, bad. That, 
That's I mean, so it's better. Hard. I'm going to go to the gym later. I'm and have upper body. I can do most everything. Maybe not the weight I want to right now, but you know, it's part of the age. It's part of it, and it sucks. You know, it just sucks. I'm going to do a lot of actually a lot of future content around this because this has been a significant struggle for me. Yeah. Um, having to find being grateful, having to be able to look for the positive and things that it's I can hard. do. It's not easy. Yeah. So what's funny is my fix to that is whatever the thing is, I get it tattooed on me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I have like in my very first tattoo was I wasn't very like, like grateful. It's why I have a gratitude tattoo on my arm. So now I have to, uh, this whole sleeve is a bunch of mental triggers. I, I have a new, uh, this I ha I'm actually probably going to get, I don't know where I'm going to put it, but I have a new one that I want to do. And I want to put another word. I can't decide if I'm going to put it on my forearm or like up in here, but the other, the new one for me that I've been struggling with, but also progressing through them. Cause you know, how it's like that thing. It's like your biggest struggle is like also at the same time, it's like the biggest thing you're progressing with is yeah. mine is equanimity. Mm. Um, that's my biggest one is uh, basically releasing expectations, emotional neutrality, calm within the storm, like a lot of that being totally equanimitous. Um, it's a good scrabble That would do word. well for you in jujitsu too, by the way. It, 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 yeah, because if you're, you don't have equanimity in jujitsu, you tap really quickly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, the way, the way my, um, the way my one of my coaches puts it, and this coach of mine, he uh, he has every element you could imagine. Like, long story short, back in the day, he did the most obscene amount of big boy drugs. So his like heart's not very good. His like health isn't very like all that shit is in the trash. Um, he prides his jujitsu game on not sweating or using effort because he's like, oh, I can get really, I can if I'm really good at technique, I don't have to sweat or use fitness. Dope. Um, but he, uh, he, he, his big thing is this is fine. That's his, like, like we have a guy that just, that joined, who's almost a little over 400 pounds and, oh, uh, wow. yeah. Being underneath side control and that boy is a, a yeah, an oh, he's a different experience. Yeah. And, uh, and like, I have catch myself saying, this is fine. Like, yeah. in spite of all that, this is fine. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's good. It's so hard because you want to panic, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've started, I mean, my my coach is starting to spar with me. We do it like five, six minutes every session at the end. And um, of course, he's directing the whole thing to set me up to learn how to, okay, I'm in this situation. What can I do? What are my options with the repertoire that I have, you know, which has been great because honestly, that's what I'm learning the most is how to apply, right? I'm learning all these separate little movements, but um, now I'm learning how to connect them or, or trying to use them. But yeah, like if, if someone's laying on your chest or something, and, and this happened in Dallas with Alex, Alex was laying on my chest. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> so it's funny. Um, <laughs> like, cause for those that don't know, like with jujitsu pressure, isn't just pressure. It's not just like this hundred this hundred or this 200 pound blanket laying on you. If someone knows what they're doing, you get in jujitsu for six months and you already know how to play the pressure game a little bit, let alone a black belt or something. Now that 200 pounds is on a ballpoint pin. So yeah, yeah. there's a, there's a guy at our Academy. Um, he's no one can replicate his pressure. He, um, I, so I, I usually don't panic anymore. Like, you know how, like at first you like panic city. I'm pretty good with like not panicking anymore. I've been training for like three, four years now and I don't really panic anymore. Like that's just like, it's kind of numb to it. But then I rolled with this gentleman named Josh. Josh is a brown belt and Josh. So 
in jujitsu world, he's been doing this for a really long time. Like that's a, that's a, that's a big deal. Like guys will own academies at, at Brown belt not even be a black belt yet. And he, uh, I, I swear to God, he weighed 250, like on my, like on like my collarbone dude weighs like 185. Oh, and I'm like, and like, like I don't panic. And all of a sudden I started panic breathing the like, like, and he, and then of course he was like, Oh, I love it when they panic breathe. And I'm like, yeah. fuck you, man. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, really? Like, yeah, it's bad, but you know, it, it's so interesting because I went to a, um, our, our academy had a woman's only kind of two day, uh, two and a half day event last month. And I just, you know, I was so young. Well, I'm still young into the game, but like then very, even more so than now. And, um, yeah, everyone's saying, yeah, go, 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 whatever. Well, I think I was one of two white belts there. Um, everyone else was, uh, purple and up pretty, uh, and, and blues. I, sh- I should say, I mean, it was still, a lot mostly of purples is scary. A lot of purple, a lot of black belts were there. I mean, wow. and it was done by three women, black belts, of course. And so, um, I was so intimidated. I didn't even know what they were talking. I mean, I didn't even know their language. They're showing, they each got to show their favorite pass or their favorite oh, whatever. Oh, of course, and, it's something stupid and complex. And it's and something like- so far over a beginner's head. So the first day I almost, I went home, I was in tears. I'm like, I'm not going to go back. And then I'm like, no, Susan, no, 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 Go back. Let's bring down the expectation here. You are a beginner, <laughs> you know. Equanimity. Um, yeah, yeah, right. I, I, I had to, I had to have a little come to Jesus meeting yeah. with myself. I love that. Um, I they asked for feedback on this, and I gave them a lot of feedback from a teacher perspective. Like, there's a lot of things that they could do to um, be more aware of who their audience is when people sign up. So, okay. Guys, we've got three white belts in here. Someone needs to kind of hang with the white belts and make sure they can get out of this something that they can take away and not feel like not want to quit. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because they talk about wanting to retain women in this sport, and I'm like, then you got to meet us and understand that this is intimidating, and everyone just get what you can. Well, I don't know what to get. Like, what what should I don't know what I don't know. You know, and so all of that, if they had somebody that would have kept an eye on me or and the other person, maybe or whatever, and just um, helped us give us suggestions, why don't we cut it down to this for you? Let's try getting, you know, whatever. Then I'm like, man, I can do this. Mm -hmm. I can do this. You know, I think things like that will make the sport way more welcoming for anybody. Uh, yeah, no, without a doubt. Like even I agree with that 100%. Even like when I go to seminars or whatever, I get this this is the thing is like I, I feel like that I feel like that into like my bones cuz even like right now I'm a I I have two stripes on a blue belt and like I I'm I'm I, and I love the sport. Like I I love training. It's not where it's like that that stage where it's like I don't know if I'm going to make it. I I love it so much and I will go to seminars and I'm just like why am I fucking here? Yes. Like you'll get you'll get these like they're they're badasses but it's like wait a second. They're they're showing some like 37 step sequence to something I would never do. <laughs> like yes. like so, I'm like could you go back to number 1? What was right, the first right. step? Like, I can't tell you how many times we've, they've either had like a, a guest instructor, I've gone to a seminar and they're th- showing like this, like five different 30 step sequence things. And I'll look at my partner. I'm like, I'm still doing the first one all day. I'm not even touching that other bullshit. And then the, a lot of times the professor will come around, make his rounds and I'll be like, how are we doing? I'm like, I'm stuck on the first one still. And he goes, good, keep doing it. And he walks away and I'm yeah. like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. 
You know, right. I I think the hardest part of that weekend was they would show something and they say, okay, go find a partner and and let's drill this. And I'm like, nobody wants to partner with me, you know, because I'm the new kid. And and when we had to introduce ourselves, I mean, I said, look, I'm brand literally brand new. And I don't blame them. You know, I it, it, I don't take it personally, but it makes you feel like shit. Yeah. You know, it, it's like your childhood worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. No one wants to work with you, you know. And so a lot of times I did. I mean, somebody would come over at some point. There were t- two or three people that really reached out and were one was a purple belt and one was a blue belt. And um, they were super kind to me and they were teaching me essentially. And I know that helps them, too. When they teach somebody, it's really helpful, but I'm sure that's not what they wanted to do every single time we were drilling. You know, I understand they come to this thing to, to learn and to, to spar, to drill with people at their level. I get it. So it, it, it's just a lot of maybe more awareness as to who is going to be in your audience and maybe mm-hmm. plan accordingly for that. Yeah. I think that little thing can make something like that so much more valuable. Without a doubt, even like at my academy, like I'll find myself with like the newer, some of the newer guys, like, cause I, cause I was, I was there, right. We, I, I know first, it's like one of the reasons you and I like have such an easy time coaching people is because we, we know what the old other side is yeah. like. We know what, yeah. cause like what you're describing, I bet a lot of people are like, I feel like that in weight loss. I feel like that going to the gym. I feel yep. like that with whatever, but yep. like, even as like, uh, like a, like like where I'm at, like I, sometimes I feel like the biggest imposter trying to teach other people like at the Academy, like I don't like lead class or anything, but like, I, I know what, a, I know what a scared shitless white belt looks like. I know what a white belt that's about to quit looks like. And yeah. so a lot of times I'll like pull them over to the side or like, yep. I'll like go out of my way and be like, Hey, whatever, let's, let's you and I work. Or like, I can tell they're like, cause at our, our school, like they'll do like the instruction throughout the class. And then afterwards everyone rolls and they just have that like new kid in class vibe. And I'll go, Hey, do you want to roll? And they're like, uh, sure. But then, but then instead of me just like fucking destroying them, I'll, I'll ask them like, Hey, what do you want to work on? Do you have questions? Yes. Like that's the that, teacher. Yeah. That's the teacher. Yep. I, every, cause I don't want to like, I, I, I just know what it's like. And, and I'll, I'll ask, I'll just go, Hey, what do you, do you, do you want to like work on anything or do you have, do you have questions? And sometimes they're like, I just want you to try to kill me. I go, bet, let's roll. Okay, yeah, <laughs> but, let's but, go. Let's but nine go. times out of 10, they're like, hey, we were doing this back thing. And I just, was my hands this way or were my hands this way? Like, um, so, but I think there's so many, like with all that, even like with this game of like weight loss and improving yourself, I think like there's so many parallels. Like you had the, the easiest chance in the world to quit and you did it. You have all these things like the the, the hip pain, the shoulder pain but you're finding ways to work around it and still doing things in your control. This is hard as fuck. Jiu-jitsu is hard, but like jumping into things that are hard and then like it gets harder is just a lot. So like, do you find like, like how, like, cause there's so many parallels to like, there's weight there's loss. So, oh my God. There's so <laughs> many parallels. And, and the overwhelm I think is, yeah. is it too. Cause you know how overwhelming jujitsu yeah. can be with all the terms and oh my like learning a language. Yeah. And so there's that. It straight up is omoplata. <laughs> yeah. It's right. Not, it's not English. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, 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 so there's that component. I just remember feeling so overwhelmed to learn, how am I going to learn all this shit? You know, it's hard for me to remember anything anymore, it seems like. And now I have to re- remember, okay, on this move, I do da, 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 da. Like, we learned and on top of thing. it, Japanese and Portuguese. Like. Oh, God, <laughs> you know? It, and it, <laughs> we were learning, um, gosh, um, uh, called the gift wrap. Is that something? I love the gift wrap. So I do too now. But he was describing, I'm going, 
what the hell did you just say? You know, I mean, it was just like, uh, and he goes, trust me, it's not as complicated as what it's just sound. And so literally we go through it step by step by step. Now do this. Now grab that. Da, 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 roll da, 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 all, all these things. And then, and then we start putting the sequences together. And I mean, then I left there th- thinking, okay, cool. And I literally I'm gonna write everything down. I'm going to the fuck out of somebody. <laughs> I write everything down. So now yeah. I have this notebook that I practice rewriting everything. So I remember, I mean, it's just, it's like I'm studying again. And I actually love this. I love the cognitive challenge. And I love the physical challenge is crazy because I know where my, I see where I'm starting to see where my strengths are going to be in this sport because of my fitness level, right? I, it will, I mean, Jordan, Jordan was helping me and he was saying, holy shit, your frames are so, I mean, your frames are so strong. And I'm like, that makes perfect sense to me, yeah. right? I mean, that's kind mm-hmm. of what I do. And yep. what was interesting about being at that women's thing is, you know, we're all dressed in our geese and nobody knows who the hell I am. I just, I'm an online fitness coach, whatever. I'm 62, blah, blah, blah. Until people started finding me on Instagram. They're like, and holy this, shit. Well, you know, it's so funny because they were talking about how one of the black belts, she and I work out at the same gym, actually. Okay. Um, so we see each other. She goes, yeah, did you see? She, she deadlifted 250. I'm like, I deadlifted 250. And they're looking at me like, What? They, they, because they thought I was this sixty-two-year-old lady, this That's old hilarious. woman coming in here, and then and so you can't tell. And with geese, the you can't tell muscle tissue. You can't see definition. You can't see anything. Anything. And then they see my Instagram, and literally one of them reached out to me today, um, and just said, "Hey, I just wanted to say hi." Um, and, and, uh, I wanted to ask, how's your jujitsu been going? Tell me what's going on. And I just want to say, I love your Instagram. You're so inspiring to me. And I'm like, wow. You know, it's so That's funny awesome. how they look at me one way, <laughs> you know, at this poor old sure. woman <laughs> and now it's something else. But so I've helped a couple of them. So it's they kind of, it's that. coming full circle. And, yeah. but the, the big, I guess the take home for me for that thing was, I am so glad I stuck through that. It was the hardest thing I've ever done mentally. Um, and it was hard physically, obviously. Absolutely. Oh my God. I was dead by the end of that, like dead. Like a, like couple week recovery. Like you're like, like it still hurts to brush your teeth. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's so good, man. I'm telling you. But you were talking about parallels. Yeah. How many people do we see? We see people all the time that are so overwhelmed with all the things they want to change right at one time. And, um, it, it, it's like going to that seminar and trying to put together this fancy schmancy sequence of things and trying to do it all at once. I, you focus on the one part. I focus on one part. You know, that's what we like to have them do is focus on like one thing that you feel like you can grasp and drill it over and over and over and over. Absolutely. I just actually, uh, a few weeks ago wrote uh, an email on my email list. It's like the bit, like the, like my top five life principles I've learned from jujitsu or something like that. There's so many just like that. Like, like, like you have the complex thing in front of you. And in like your case, it's like, all right, what's the one thing I can do? How can I make this in its simplest form that I'm actually going to execute on? One of, one of my favorite um, take homes that, that, that helps me a lot in with, from jujitsu, from an application like weight loss or life is, um, is just own, like take inventory of what's in your control and what's not. And then keeping a level of emotional neutrality. Like I'm telling you when 400 pound boy is on top of you and you cannot breathe, he doesn't know how to use his pressure yet either. That's the scary part. And he weighs 400 pounds and he's on top of you. It's like, you want to panic. And it's like, well, this arm is not in commission that's buried under here. Mm -hmm. But what is in my control? I can get on my side. Okay. I can breathe a little bit better now. Well, 
my left leg is is trapped but my right leg isn't oh i can start to hook i can start to frame but like under duress under overwhelm under panic under someone trying to choke you you're like you have to go back and think logically what's in my control and what's not and then act like there's so many there's so many so many different things um so for you is there any other major parallels that, that that have helped you a lot or that you see can draw this line or for you, what's, what would be the biggest one? You know, I, I'm fighting, you know, I, I'm trying right now with the whole injury thing and just kind of being in pain every day to some degree. Um, it is mentally exhausting. And, and when there's a time where I don't feel my shoulders or I don't feel my hip anymore, I'm like, wait a minute, hey. this, this is what it's like. Yeah. The, and to be honest, I haven't felt that way in I don't know how long. You know, it's always I feel it's always nagging. Um and I've tried, I'm trying to practice what I preach. You know, I need to focus on things within my control, um, things that are gonna make me feel better, you know. And um, you know, so the same thing we tell people, focus if you're injured or whatever, focus on what you can control, focus on what will make you feel better, help sure. things that you can do to feel healthier, right? Because mm. once you start feeling better, other things start coming, you know. Yeah. Maybe even motivation kicks in a little bit, you start feeling better, then you're more apt to do things, right? So I think there's a lot of that that I'm going through right now, like living the dream. (laughs) I'm I'm curious if this happened for you at all. I remember when I started jujitsu, it was a big, it was a big shift. Like in your and my day to day, we are the experts. People are coming to us. We're the ones with all the answers. We're the ones that can talk high level complexity and have all this experience. And we're the ones trying to teach it down here. But when I put on that white belt, I'm just like, I'm a nobody. (laughs) Like- yeah. It was a totally different switcheroo and it it's was hard. So, it's so hard. And that's why when I came home the first night I was in tears and my husband was like, you are used to knowing what to do. Yeah. You are used to helping others know what to do and all that because you don't like being in this position. I said, and all true, all true. But I took it to, it's a different thing with jujitsu, I think, because it's, to me, I it was like taking somebody who wants to learn to play flute and you put them in symphonic band, a band that's been together for, right. you know, however long and they're reading grade five, grade six music. And this little person doesn't even know how to put the instrument together. Yep. And that person's sitting in the band. What am I, you know, that's mm. how I felt. Yeah. So it kind of magnified it to that mm-hmm. for me. Um, and, and I understand that for people losing weight or even newer to strength training, whatever, that's how they're going to feel too. I think, you know, uh, without a doubt. Yeah. And, and so the teacher part of me kicks in and I do a lot of what you were saying earlier. You're the person who will see it in their eyes that they are totally overwhelmed. Like if you were in that seminar, you would have come over to me. I am certainly would have come over to you. (laughs) And if I saw, if I had was a more experienced person and I saw someone feeling like that, I guarantee you, I would have done the same thing. I'm uber aware of that kind of overwhelm with people. Um, because I've been there, you know, and I, and I get it. And I recently got to experience it again. You know, it's uncomfortable. It can paralyze you, you know, it can paralyze you from doing anything. I think, I think jujitsu also makes it even in, and weight loss as well. I think the parallel is, is crazy because not only like for, like you said, there's the, uh, the mental and like emotional overwhelm, those two debilitating, but then you have physical. 
Yeah. Then you have, you're under someone. You have to now perform these weird movements that feel awkward. Now your hip hurts or now this is happening. So you've got the, 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 the triad. You have the mental overwhelm, the emotional overwhelm, and now the physical overwhelm. Because we know like our physical influences are mental and then back and forth are mental to physical. Like it, it's, it's crazy. So, but in weight loss is like the thing, so the, the same thing. People follow 18 different pages of like everyone from like you and me to diet culture. And it's like, I'm mentally overwhelmed, but I'm like emotionally overwhelmed because I want to do this and I can't, and it's frustrating, but then they look like shit. They feel like shit. They go to the gym and they just hurt and they're, it's not working and they get the triad as well. So yeah. I just think, I just think jujitsu fixes everything. <laughs> it, it, it certainly can. And um, to, to anybody out there who's never done it, man, Give it a try. And here's the thing, and I'll, I'll be honest about this. I have, I'm doing privates. I'm doing one-on-one. Um, and because when, well, when I did my first one-on-one, the teacher, he was actually teaching his noon class. And so he got them started and then would come over to the side and work with me on some basic stuff. So I got the advantage of seeing a class while getting one-on-one attention. And for me, one-on-one attention was this is how I knew I was probably going to succeed, um, at least at the beginning, is just having somebody focus on me and getting me comfortable with this and all that kind of stuff. And I'm so glad I've been doing this. I will, I'm going to dip into a class here and there, hey. I think, because I really want to try other, pe- you know, be around other people and learn that. Um, and I'll probably do my instructor's class since he knows me sure. and knows what I can do. So I will feel more comfortable there. Um but for me, starting with one-on-ones just um, got me past that first bit of overwhelm. You, you know, I, I think it's super helpful. It's been worth every penny. Um, and I still want to continue with those for, you know, a bit and see, you know, kind of see what happens. But sure. that's how I've done it anyway. Well, like, like uh, sounds another great parallel. So like, let me ask you this. If you did not do one-on-ones and you just jump straight into the shark tank, do you think you would have made it? Or, or if you would have made it, it would have been astronomically harder astronomically harder for me see this and is what I, go ahead and I'm i sorry. think that's me and i think that's that's a little bit of just how i am mm. and seeing how classes are yeah you know I, and i know you know it's kind of like crossfit it depends on what box you go to some of them are great some of them suck and i would assume academies <laughs> are very yeah, similar yeah. right some of them will just throw people and say okay start to you know yeah. whatever um so I, I, th- there's a lot of it depends on yeah. how things go. I mean, I think there really is. But I think for for this kind of sport, it can be intimidating anyway, right? You're up against somebody, you're on somebody, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's very out of the box and unusual. Um, so that's the whole thing at the right out of the gate. I mean, and then you add into a class, everyone that looks like they know what they're doing. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck is that? I don't even know what you're doing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and so it's hard you yeah. to have a class. And, the, you know, I guess where I was going with it was I feel like having that one-on-one attention to build some confidence in me has helped significantly because sure. I'm a different person with this mm-hmm. now than I was two, three months ago. And you're you know? going to learn, you're gonna learn gonna more. Like yes. faster, so much. You're going to learn more. You're going to learn faster. I have more opportunities. Literally, I bring a notebook and I take I sloppy that. notes, and then I come home and rewrite them just so I have it in my brain because it's constant repetition. It's constant looking at these, visualizing. Okay, I'm doing this. I'm hugging. Yep. I'm doing. Yep. Yeah, I'm doing. You know, all of this stuff has helped me so much, and I I think I have more of an opportunity for that. Like yesterday, 
my my uh, coach was saying, okay, now let's go write this down. And so we go to my notebook. Oh, and there he, you go. He helps me word That's it. Awesome. You know, so I can visualize it more. But That's great. That's I mean, you talk about a parallel to weight loss. How many people yes. stay overwhelmed because they're they're jumping into the shark tank? They're they're I've got to figure it out on my own. I've got to go all in versus like, or you could just work with a really good coach. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, like yeah. I, I, I've always said coaching is it's why you and I are both coaches is yep. the ultimate life hack for whatever it is. I, I, I tell people you can either save time or money, but you can't save both. You can either spend a little bit amount of money and let yourself suffer for the next decade. Like, and like not to try to extrapolate to something that it's not, but the unfortunate fact in the world of transformation, that's how it is for most people. Like the amount of people I talk to who have been what I, they're, what I call part of the dieting for decades club. Whereas if you knew what you knew, if someone's listening to this and they're like, I've been do doing this for five, 10, 15 years of struggle. It's like, if you knew what you know now back in year one, would you have spent a little bit of money, worked with a badass coach to get you off the ground and in a good spot with lots of momentum and get your confidence and get your foundation built? Now, that was six months. It's crazy what six to 12 months of, co of really good coaching will do. It'll change your life. You know, it's, it's insane. 100%. And, and I, you know, we, we see so many people who, like might be brand new to strength training and who are trying to learn online. And let me tell you something, that's super hard to do. That's super hard to do. And as you get to be in my age bracket, that's really hard to do. Unless you are a go-getter, you take initiative, you're going to do your research, you're going to yeah. film yourself, you're going to study. Most people aren't going to do that, yeah. right? I mean, most people aren't. That's why you hire a coach to help you with all of this stuff, whether it's in person, online, whatever. You know, I always recommend people my age bracket, start with somebody in person first. So you feel comfortable doing things safely and effectively. And then, you know, you don't have to work with them forever, but work with them so you start feeling more comfortable. And sure. then you can explore all kinds of options, yeah. you know? This way you're not going to just fuck yourself, you know? It's like, yeah. like yeah. especially like... um like we're like in, in my realm where like, I really love to lean into like the, the, the deeper inner stuff, like the binge eating, the emotionally and the sabotage that like the, the real gray area stuff half the time, especially with even that stuff, you're, you're half the problem where like our psychology teaches us that our minds crave what's familiar. Well, if you have a decade of struggle, you're going to unconsciously drift towards that way until you have someone saying you're fucking doing it. Stop it. We yep. got to go over here now, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, even like in back to a jujitsu analogy, there was, uh, I was, there was a, a technique I was struggling with. I was working with that savage fucking brown belt. And I was, I was you know, like in jujitsu where you lack in technique, you make up for an effort. Right. And I'm sucking cause he's a killer. And I was making basic fundamental incorrect moves. I, my hips were up. I wasn't cutting my hip and he goes, stop, Just pause. What look where your hips are. And I go, Oh shit, they're up. He goes, cut your fucking hip. And I go, Oh, and there went his arm. And he's like, what, what, where's my hip check? I'm like, oh shit. I put my hand to check his hip. And it's like these basic fundamental things. Cause I'm so overwhelmed with the block, the roadblock in front of me. I didn't realize my whole, everything got sloppy, but how often do we see someone so frustrated? The scale isn't losing, isn't going down. So now they're starting over Monday or they're so uh, overwhelmed with binge eating that now they're like, they're not even tracking their calories anymore where it's yeah. like, we, we have so many moving pieces and it's so hard if for most people to do this on their own, not that they can't, but some people blatantly can't, but then other people, it will take them quite literally literal years longer trying to play this game on their own versus like three, four, five, six months with the right person. And it's like, it's over. hundred percent. There'll be so many starts and stops over, you know, start over, try it again, start over. And the frustration level will be outrageous. 
Yeah. No, I love that. I love it. Is there, I'm curious, is there anything else like lately for you that you've been like, cause that you've been seeing like with like people you're talking to and working with and conversations you're having, has there been anything specific that's really been standing out like amongst like more prominent struggles people are having or bigger solutions or anything like that lately? I think the thing that comes to me is, you know, everyone wants to, to build muscle, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't think people truly understand what kind of process that is. Like That's I'm going to do a, a month point. or two building muscle. I'm good. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> yep. You know, I mean, I, people, and here's a question I get all the time. I, I, Cause I'll put post random kind of transformation pictures up every now and again. And I don't have a lot of different photos of me back then. So it's always the same two or three. Cause I really don't have any, but I always get the question of how many, how long between, you know, the one on the left and the one on the right. Right. And by the way, just a point of contention on this, it's always left to right on these, you know, the, the, the earlier one needs to be on the left. Yes. I hate it okay. when people have them backwards and it's I like, I can't cause I never, yeah. Anyway, so, we don't read a book, right? To left. A, li a little sidebar there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so people ask me how long in between. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't keep track of that. Because it's a long time. I mean, the answer is years. And if I sit down, okay, I was running that race. So that race was in this year, whatever, blah, blah, blah. This is the only way I figure it out. Because I didn't keep track at all. And, and people, when they hear years, some of them get discouraged. And I said, it's not a point of being discouraged. It, it's, a, it's, it's kind of a little bit of a reality check here, number one. And to show you that it is possible, but to also show you that you can have so much fun that you're not going to give a shit how long this takes, you know? Yeah, I'm curious. Do you, do, I want to I interject really quickly. Do you, be, honest opinion, do you think because you didn't care the, the, the duration, you didn't have a timeline, do you think that's half the reason in that state you were so successful? Like, do you think if you were, do what so many people do every day, they're like, why haven't I lost yet? Why haven't I lost yet? I should be further ahead. Like, do you think if you were in that state of like, I have to do this, you would have fallen off? Or do you think- 100%. Hundred so percent for me, yes, for me. I and I, I get a little pushback from people sometimes saying, you know, well, I need some sort of like goals. Okay, I get that, I get that. But then people start saying, well, I want to build this much muscle by this date, or I want to lose this much muscle by no. this date. And we both know how bad that is. Yeah. That is a that is a hole you don't want to go down, right? right? Because that's going to be a hard one to crawl out of. There's going to be all kinds of crazy shit that you're going to do to try to meet that goal, this random date goal, you know? Um, but I understand some kind of structure is good. And so what I found that worked for me is giving myself goals that I, things I wanted to accomplish. Like I want to be able to get a chin up. Mm. That was one of the first things I, that was weighted chin ups for reps. And yeah. And so weighted now it's weighted chin ups for reps, right? As soon as these guys get better, I'm back on that again. <laughs> but you know, it, and you know, here's a little tangent here too. Great example. My, you know, I have a history of shoulder issues on and off for years. And of late, they've been really good until this came up. But I had tweaked it, I don't know, six months ago, something like that. Um, and so, you know, my goal of weighted 45 pounds for reps have been, you know, I have to take a break from it. And then I hit it back again. When, when my shoulders are ready, I just go back to it. It's not like it's over. Oh, well, you know, it's just, okay, I need to let these chin-ups is the one exercise I can't do right now. 
Right. Can I overhead press? You got it. I can do I can do lateral raises right now. Mm-hmm. I can do rear delt. I can do shoulders any which way, but I can't pull yeah. my body weight right now because it pinches the shit out of these right now. So, you know, it, you, you're going to have setbacks. You just keep going. But for but for me, it was giving myself these goals. Like I want to get a chin up. That was my first goal out of the gate when I started working with Jordan. And then it was like, okay, that hundred pound dumbbell over there looks kind of cute. I would love to be able to row that thing, Let's you know? Go. Okay. So that's, I'm knocking on that door right now, yep. you know? Um, so th- there's things that I think help keep you moving that give you a tad more purpose with your training. You know, how many times do people say, I want to, you know, I want to lose weight and build muscle. Well, doesn't the world want to yeah. do that? <laughs> I mean, right. Yep. That, it's nice, but it's not specific enough yeah. for almost everyone. Sure. You, I think you need to narrow that down. So, okay, you you can keep the weight loss one separate, but for, for your muscle building, what do you want to do? You want to deadlift your body weight? You want to squat your body weight? You want to get some chin-ups? You want to get some push-ups? You know, start getting more specific with those performance-based things. You know, that that's what drives me anyway. I think that's amazing. Well, and I think the balance and I've recently heard this ever since I've really been leaning into like the equanimity conversation has been, been coming up a lot lately is, is it's like, well, there's such the, the dichotomy of that because what, in what, this is when I got a lot of clarity is, and this is what I try to try to teach clients too, is there is like a, if we have like a Venn diagram, right? The two circles with the middle intersecting, um, you have equanimity and ambition are on each separate circles and like the ambition of, Oh, I want to get this. I want to squat my body weight or I want to lose a hundred pounds or I want to, whatever the thing is the the ambition is what we want to have. And the, the outcomes that we want to have is what gets us to actually act, right? It's what gets us to say, okay, I'm going to get on a bed and go do that thing. But then when we are in the trenches of doing it, we need to shut that, that switch, switch off, switch off and turn on the equanimity switch as in release of outcomes. I'll, it'll happen when it's time to happen. It's yeah. it'll, you know, where like, if you have one bubble over here is total nasty ambition. I want this and this, these are my outcomes. And then the other side is total equanimity as in I have no expectation because if you have no expectation, you're solely that you don't have goals, but there's the intersection where it's like we have where they both live together. It's like the dichotomy of when I am setting these goals, here's what I want. But then when I'm in the trenches, I let go of, I let go of all expectation. And that's yeah. actually what, what you did when you, with your, your huge transformation, you go, that's what I want, but then it'll happen when it's time. Here's what I want. I'm going to execute. But then like when you're in the trenches, you're not every other day. Hey, why haven't I lost weight yet? Why haven't I lost weight yet? You know? Yeah. I, that, that, that's exactly how it is. It, is, um, you know, I didn't even own a scale for most of that time. That's amazing. <laughs> you know, I, it's so funny. We were talking about this the other day, Jordan and I, about how I, I got a scale when he did his, his first cut that he posted on in years, three years ago or something. Yeah. It's so funny because I bought a scale for the first time because he says, do it. And cause I didn't want to lose weight, but I didn't have own a scale. I honestly didn't know how much I weighed either, to be honest. <laughs> so I got on the scale and I found, I posted on Instagram every day. And this was more for me to get into weighing myself sure. again and seeing and experiencing the fluctuations like we tell everyone about. Right. And, um, so I found those photos of the stuff that I, um, of, of my weigh-ins. And you know what's funny? I weigh one, one and a half pounds more now. And that was three and a half years ago. That's amazing. I mean, so this is, yeah, it, it's kind of cool to see because I look very different. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I, then I, I had lost a lot of weight um, at that point, um, but I was thin. Yeah, and I was no muscle, no strength. Muscle. And now I'm bigger, 
I look bigger, even from a muscular perspective. I carry more body fat now. This is this is totally how I want to live, right? I've made this decision and I can keep an eye on my weight and just kind of, yeah, if I want to dial it in, okay, I'll just dial it in a little bit, you know, and whatever happens, happens. But when people start giving themselves these, okay, I just talked to a lady who wants to lose X number of pounds before this wedding in a month or whatever. And and what should I do? Well, you should do what you should do, whether you had this wedding or not. And, yeah. and go through the whole thing, because the second you start putting that deadline on there, what happens if you start weighing yourself and you don't feel like you're on track Panic to meet this goal, panic, then we do crazy shit yep. when we're panicked, right? Yep. Um, I, I can imagine being panicked in jujitsu and arms and legs just flying everywhere. That's you know? an easy way to get tapped. Yeah, Actually, right? to be honest, like, so I, am I like the, the parallel there? I have a very, sl- I have a slower, but very heavy jujitsu game. I'm like, I'm five, six, two Like I'm a thick boy and I don't have these like break. Like I have a part, a buddy who like break dances on you. That's just his jujitsu game. I would rather smother you and like, and, and, and just hold really heavy. And you know what happens when people hold heavy? They go, oh my gosh, that's all I wanted. That's my arm now. And then I tap it. Like, but because that's what happens, you panic, you make dumb decisions. It's the yeah. same thing. Yeah. And and I think people make those kind of decisions when the scale's not moving the way they want it to or the way they think it should be, which is even worse thinking it that way, right? I hate it when people um, shit on themselves. Oh my God, it's awful. <laughs> and and then they start doing crazy stuff. Yeah. Just to make this this goal. Um, it, which makes made really not a whole lot of sense anyway. Um, and, and you create weigh in day, which is now it's this big thing. And, and God knows, you know, that was bad <laughs> enough going to the doctor back in the day and having to yeah. do that shit. You know, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think, um, not having those kind of deadlines was the one thing that changed my life the most. If I had to pinpoint one thing, it was getting, cause it was a weight on my shoulders. You know, it's a, it's a burden. Like it's a burden that you carry that makes you feel like you have to perform to a certain yeah. standard, right? And it does, and it blatantly doesn't matter at right. all. Yeah, and we do it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what's interesting? The other, another concept that I've been really leaning into lately, and I've been trying to teach clients this as well, is um, especially when we have crazy deadlines. Once you get there, you're gonna want to be somewhere else. Not that yeah. we shouldn't have goals, but like, what's funny, Susan? What's really funny is I this for concept first hit me. I heard it on a commercial. I was watching like Hulu or something, some stupid show and, uh, or no, it may have been like a a YouTube ad, but it was for a movie. And, um, but it was so profound. It was like in an intergalactic setting, it was like this robot bartender. And this guy was the only one in the bar and the bartender and, and the, and the guy goes, all right, bartender, lay your bartender wisdom on me. And he's cleaning his glass and he goes, I bet there's somewhere else you would rather be than right here. But I bet if you were there, you would have somewhere else you would rather be. And he goes, and I think our lives are just perpetual states of not wanting to be where we're at. And I'm like, this fucking YouTube ad is hitting me in the feels like real yeah. bad. I'm like, yeah. like, you know, but like we, we, we see people get so obsessed with, I've got to lose the weight. But those same people also say, I would do anything to be the fat version in high school. How many times do we hear someone say, I wish I could be what I, when I thought I was fat. And then they wanted to be something else. And then they're like, I got to lose weight as fast as possible. They get there. They're like, well, now I want to lose more. Well, I want to get bigger. Now I want to get stronger. It's like, not that having these goals are bad, but knowing that like when we're in that such a hurry, we're going to get there and want to be somewhere else. I struggle with this myself with my bigger goals. It's like, 
even how many times you see someone in jujitsu like I got to get the blue belt. Then they don't even they're not even excited they got the blue belt. Then they're like I got to get my purple now, or I got to yeah. go do this tournament, or like uh, I struggle with this most in business. Like when I set out to start business, I'm like I got to get my business off the ground as fast as possible. Then I did, and then it's like well now I got to make what a nurse makes. Then I did, and I'm like well now I got to make six figures. Now I got to make the and now it's like. And then I, I, then one day I looked up and I'm like, I've been literally nailing every goal for the past five years I've ever wanted to nail. And I never felt the actual gratitude or being present for nailing all those goals. And it's a dangerous cycle. It is. And that's so, that's gosh, that's so important not to be present while you're in, and you're missing out on a lot of stuff because Mm -hmm. so focused on the next thing, you know? Um, Yeah. I feel that. I feel that a lot. And it's, and with with just the recent injury struggles and not feeling great, all the feeling weak, feeling old, uh, you know, old and feeble is how I feel. And that's just not me, you know, and I hate this feeling, but I, I don't want to get so absorbed in that that I miss out on, you know, um, it, the, life's kind of short to do that. You yeah. know, I, and the last thing you want to do is get to 90 years old and regret. Why? Yeah. Why did I not? let go of some of this. What's funny is that's actually the, so on my big sleeve, the clock that's on my bicep right here. Um, the reason th- that's there is this idea that I don't know if maybe someone heard it or I heard it somewhere and I forgot who said it, but I, I, I didn't think I'd heard anyone say it, but something that helped me a lot was this concept of the dichotomy of time is the concept of you have plenty, but you're running out. Cause I, mm. I struggle with being on one of those extremes. So just like this, where it's like, I'm running out of time so I can get ambitious as fuck and I can nail goals, but I'm not present at all yeah. because I'm running out of time. I don't have time to enjoy it. But then on the other side, it's like, I'm present as fuck uh, because I have plenty of time, right? I'm running out, but now I have, I have plenty of time. So I'm being present. I'm enjoying what's in front of me. But then it's like, life is short though. You're running out. So it's like, it's that Venn diagram, like the dichotomy of time you have plenty, but you're running out and it's both. And I, I think the best things in life have a dichotomy to give ourselves some grace. I think the most important things in life have a dichotomy, the, the, the dichotomy of ambition and equanimity, the dichotomy of time. You have plenty, but you're running out, you know, yeah. like yeah. With our, it's, it's, it's all fucking crazy. Life it, it, is so it, weird. <laughs> it is. It, it messes with your head too. Doesn't yeah. it? I mean, gosh, it, t- to find some sort of balance with all of that, that's tough. I mean, we're all a work in progress with that. Yeah. Without a doubt. I, I got a, a bracelet there uh, a while. I've had it for a while and I totally forgot about it. And I'm starting to wear it more. It's, it's just a simple like thing. I'm, I don't have it on right now. A sim- simple thing, circle that says warrior on it. And that's kind of, that's kind of my word. Like if I were to get a word put on me, um, I would get that word because that's what I want in here. Um, I want to, I want to be a warrior through all of this. Um, and because I, f- I feel like that strong mentality for me, um, is really instead of the sitting back and woe is me and, you know, I, yeah, my hips acting up again, blah, 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 you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I'm trying to really be aware. Yeah. My, my, like, it's not like on a bracelet. I love that. I love that. So, see, you get a bracelet, I get a tattoo. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I was talking to Jordan about a tattoo. Um, yes. you know, may not ever be out of the question for me. That would be something totally crazy for me I to do out that. of my comfort zone. 
but yeah, you, you never know. Yeah, like like um like one that's been hitting me hard lately was uh so I'll get them from like 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 a song on Spotify will hit and I'm like oh that's dope because the cool thing with like like with music is it like like the, like the, when music moves somebody like you get the tingles you get whatever but if it has a dope message you can really implant some stuff deep but um the concept of rise up has really hit me hard lately like like yeah like just like that. regardless like rise up like you know like at the end of the day like that that's been one of my big ones lately it's just just rise up like that's it just cool you got kicked in the fucking dick just rise up like like you know <laughs> whatever it is so yeah i love that one yeah. i love it so yeah because like and I, I i try to remember too like like with stuff like this um the people we are most inspired by have that story of overcoming that story of rising up of being a warrior of whatever but when it's us, we're just like, oh, this sucks. It's like, well, we can be our own own little story. And it's sometimes it's hard to, to it's hard to remember that, you know. It is hard. It is hard to remember that. And that is something I am trying to be more aware of. Same. You know, <laughs> of like just because I feel like everything is harder for me right now. And um it could be easy to get sucked right down that rabbit hole, you know. So easy. Um and that's the last place I want to be. So yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. This has been so good. I knew we would just get on here and start jamming on stuff. I like, know. We just I start talking. I love it so much. I love it. Well, <laughs> where can people find you if they're like, fuck, this was good. I want to learn who that <laughs> jujitsu having strong ass hip pain warrior is at. <laughs> where can people find you? <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram, Susan Niebergall Fitness. Uh, got a YouTube channel. Full of resources, especially for middle-aged women. Um, Susan Eber Golf Fitness there. Susan Eber Golf Fitness everywhere, to be honest with you. And I have a book called Fit at Any Age. It's never too late. It's on so Amazon. good. It's behind me on my bookshelf. It is so uh, good. Thank you. Just, so you know, just, God, super easy read. I mean, super easy read. And just the story of all the screw-ups that I did. And um, anybody in my age bracket will relate to probably every single one of them. And then how to put it, put the pieces of the puzzle together, you know, regardless of your age. I love that. It's so good. Thank you again for doing this, Susan. It was so good catching up and I really appreciate you. It was great to catch up with you, my friend. Love you. Love you. Talk soon. What an episode. I'm telling you guys, if you are not following Susan and reaching out to her and connecting with her, you absolutely need to. It's some of the best content you'll get online. She's one of the best humans you'll ever meet. Um, and she's just a genuine person. Like you can't, you can't go wrong with that. Susan is one of the best, one of the best accounts you could have like in your scrolling every day. Um, be sure. And if you got a lot out of today's episode, shoot her a message and say, what's up and say, Hey, I heard you on Jared's podcast and tell her what you got out of this episode. And if you got a lot out of this episode, my one ask is I want you to at least share it with one person, whether that be shared on like your Instagram story, the person that you thought of during this whole interview, I want you to send it to them and say, Hey, I thought you'd, you'd get a lot out of this. Um, because this stuff doesn't do any good if we keep it in our own heads. Part of this game is us sharing it. And that's how we're going to help more people. And you're going to be part of that. Now, I don't want to leave you hanging with just this episode. So I have a lot for you in the description and a lot of other things that are going to help you a lot. Number one, if you're not following me on my other channels, you'll want to do want to do that. If you're not following me on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube shorts, um, that's where I'm putting a lot of my short, quick, rapid fire content. If you like more content like this, like the longer stuff that's a little bit more in depth, then you'll want to follow me on YouTube. Still, I, I upload all the actual interviews 
um, long form to the YouTube channel. So youtube.com forward slash Jared Hamilton or the links down below. But if you like to watch your episodes of like, like if you wanted, if you were listening to this and you want to actually see Susan and I go back to back with this, um, we have the episode fully uploaded there right now on YouTube, um, as well as a bunch of other long form content. Um, if you like this long form stuff and you are not part of my fat loss simplified community, I do trainings with myself and my staff in there all the time, multiple times a week. It's totally free. Here's the other thing with my community. You need a, you need a home base. One of the pillars of being massively successful at this game is you need to have a support system. Now, the best support system in the world is like a coaching dynamic where there's expectations, there's accountability, the whole nine yards. But if you don't have that, you need a community of people who um, are surrounding you that are willing to help and love on you and that you can go to, to get, to get fed metaphorically speaking, because if you don't have a home base, most people don't, this is why I created fat loss simplified my, my free community. It's on Facebook. Um, just either the links down below or just search fat loss simplified into Facebook groups and you'll find it Add yourself and I'll make sure you get accepted, but you need a home base. You need somewhere where through the trials, the tribulations, the bullshit of diet culture and life, you need a place where you can go to get grounded, to get loved on, to get seen and heard and to get help because you can't expect to have all these things in life in you, you having all these outputs without some good mental inputs. So things like the podcast. So be sure you're subscribed. Things like the Facebook group and the trainings and the community in there. That's what changes you like at a deep, deep level that makes this way easier to keep going. So you need a home base. And if you don't have one, you'll definitely want to go check that out. Um, if you're newer and have no idea where to get started with this weight loss game, I have my, uh, what I call the fat loss checklist. It is my five day email course. It's hundred percent free. Um, it's down in the, the description as well, but it's basically over the course of five days, I'm going to take you through the A to Z's of weight loss and how to do lose weight, not struggle and make it super, super sustainable and simple. Sorry if you can hear my dog wallering on the ground right now, he decided to do that. But anyway, um, definitely check that out. I think you'll get a lot of value on it. Um, and then lastly, because you're coming from the podcast, I do have a special opportunity with coaching. Um, I've been saying it lately because my biggest fo focus right now is the podcast. And I have a special place in my heart for people who are willing to listen to me talking to a mic for 45 minutes. So I want to reward that. And it shows me you're here trying to get help. Like one of my favorite um, analogies um, kind of with people wanting to get help is in like search and rescue. Like um, like if you have a search and rescue helicopter and the, the helicopter can only hold 10 people, but there's 20 people in the water water. The question is who they help. It's the people who swim towards them that are saying, I'm trying to get help. And I view you here on the podcast as people who are swimming towards the helicopter. You're trying to get help. Otherwise you wouldn't be here listening to me talk. So with that being said, I do want to meet you halfway. Basically um, when it comes to any kind of coaching in, inside the program, our 180 impact coaching, we make you have to apply because at the end of the day, we only work with certain types of people. We don't work with people we don't think we can help. And we have a, a special culture inside the coaching program that, that I have to protect. So for you to, to get coaching from us and potentially see about the possibility of that, we, you have, you do have to apply that way. We can make sure things are a good fit, but I already think because you're, you're from the, coming from the podcast, you already are kind of favored with that. So there's a link below in the, ca um, there's a calendar link below where you can um, schedule your call, your application call with my team. That way we can learn a little bit more about you and make sure things are a good fit. And then possibility talk, and then possibly talk about the, the potential of coaching with us. But if you get accepted, this is where the, the, the cool part comes in because you're coming from the podcast. 
I'm basically giving away $4,000 worth of goodies and extras and stuff that people pay money for, for free, because you're coming from the podcast, that you're a podcast listener. I'm giving you $4,000 worth in extras just by uh, joining the coaching program, assuming you get accepted. So, um, but the, the very first place that starts with is at the calendar link below to where you can apply and get on my team's calendar. That way we can make sure things are a good fit. Otherwise, I know that was a lot. I really appreciate you being here. If you haven't subscribed um, to the podcast or left a review, it would mean a ton to me. Otherwise, we will talk to you next time.